Welcome to Swarupa Vidya Ashram. My name is Swami Nirmalananda. Each audio is a discourse that I offered at a satsang, a free meditation program, and was followed by meditation. These teachings address the underlying questions of life. Who am I? Why am I here? How do I do what I came here to do? I went to my guru with these same questions. While he gave me the teachings I share here, most importantly, he gave me the inner experience they describe. This is why I teach, to share the same with you, both the theory and the inner experience of your own inherent divinity. The bliss of consciousness is your birthright. Meditate and discover that you are greater than you could ever imagine. Om Namah Shivaya Gurave Satchidananda Murtaye Nishprapanchaya Shantaya Niralambaya Tejase Muktanandaya Gurave Shisha Samsara Harane Bhakta Kaya Ikadehaya Namaste Chitsaratmane Etave Jagatameva Samsara Navasetave Prabhave Saiva Vidyanam Shambhave Gurave Namaha Guru Brahma Guru Vishnu Guru Devo Maheshwara Guru Sakshat Parabrahma Jasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Om Svarupa Swasvabhava Namo Namaha Om I bow to my own self. I bow to my Baba's own self. I bow to his Baba's own self. I bow to your own self. Your own self is the one self, being all. Being you, being me, being all and beyond all, only one. Oh, Shiva. Again and again I bow. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo Namaha. When you know. When you know your own self, you experience the bliss of consciousness. This means that when you're enlightened, I didn't say if you get enlightened, I said when you're enlightened, your baseline state is bliss. The inner bliss never ends. Yet this is true even when you're not enlightened, your own self is always there, always here inside, whether you're living in the experiential knowing of your own self or not. The self is there. The bliss is there. To be enlightened means you're based in the self all the time, even when you're engaged in activity or interacting with someone. When you're not enlightened, you do experience the self in meditation. In a chant, like we did just a little bit ago, 
or in a moment of insight, which I hope to spark in you with my discourse this morning. I offer these words talking about your own self to help you track inward to your own self so that you know. This knowing is a blissful knowing, the bliss of the knowing of your own inherent divinity. Your essential nature is perfect, pure, whole, complete, blissful, and divine. Could this really be true, that your inherent nature is divine? Yes, you are made of divine light. It's very simple. The origin of this universe is divine. The one primordial reality has become all that exists, including you. Or like my Baba said, mango trees don't give off apple seeds. You've got divine DNA, though you may still need time to grow into your own self. This universe comes from the overflowing of Shiva's bliss. His own bliss of self-knowingness and pure beingness expands within his own being and concentrates into form, becoming all the forms of the universe. My Baba described it this way. Shiva is both transcendent and imminent, the totality of the bliss of consciousness, a constant knower. Parama Shiva is self-luminous and is the root cause of the universe. Out of his own being, he manifests this universe full of multiplicity and countless forms, yet he remains the embodiment of consciousness. He is the foundation of the world. It's hard to imagine the extent of Shiva's bliss. His bliss is a vibration of his own being within his own beingness. This is called Ananda Shakti. It is Shiva's bliss of beingness, Ananda Shakti, the energy of bliss, technically the bliss of the knowing of his own beingness. Like Baba said, the totality of the bliss of consciousness, the constant knower. Sometimes I put a small vase of roses from my garden on the bathroom counter right in front of the mirror. If I get just the right angle, the bouquet is doubled. The mirror reflection shows each of the individual roses, but from a different angle. I can see the front and the back of the bouquet at the same time. It's delightful. Because they're garden roses, they're fragrant. So one day I leaned over to sniff the bouquet. And then I was leaning over. I saw in my peripheral vision the reflection of my face leaning toward the roses. I was doubled. Not surprising in a mirror, but from the side angle, and with my focus on the roses, it was a delightful surprise. There I had the bouquet in front of me, and the bouquet in the mirror with my face reflected, sniffing for the fragrance, all the while I was looking at the roses, a multi-directional sensory input, and filled with the scent of the roses, bliss. It was the bliss of the self, 
like Shiva reflecting his own self in his own self, the bliss of self-knowingness. Well, in some small way, it was that bliss. Shiva's bliss is greater, much greater. Yet the bliss is a form of the formless. We can equate Shiva with formless reality. Though Baba speaks of Padma Shiva, who is even greater than the formless, for now, we'll just look at the formless reality. Though it's something you can't actually look at, we'll conceive of it, to look at it in your mind's eye. The Kashmiri Shaivite sages help us with this, giving us words to define what is usually beyond the mind's reach. That formless reality, knowing his own reality and beingness, is reflecting himself within himself, like looking at himself in the mirror of his own existence. This is the subtlest level of energy vibration called chitti shakti, meaning the energy of consciousness. Shiva is knowing his own formlessness, his own expansive, ever-existent beingness, that which extends to the edges of your mind and beyond. Shiva, in his own knowingness, of his own beingness, experiences the bliss of self-knowingness, ananda shakti. This is the bliss of consciousness the bliss of your own self. On the way inward in meditation, you will reach this level of inner beingness, which is vibrating with the energy of bliss, the bliss of consciousness itself. You may even get little hints of it, bubbles of happiness, tingles of energy in your body, inner awarenesses that answer problems or questions, things you wanted to know. Most importantly, you come to know your own self, which is the source of all the answers, the source of all the energy, the source of the bliss, the source of all love and joy, the source of all that exists, including you. This is why we chanted, Chirananda Rupa, Shiboham, Shiboham. My true form is the bliss of consciousness. I am Shiva. I am Shiva. This is why the sage Shankaracharya wrote these lines 1300 years ago. To name the bliss you experience when you know your own self. This bliss is a subtle vibration of beingness called a shakti or energy, technically Shiva moving within his own shivaness. Your own self is deeper than the bliss. When you experience the bliss, you're getting close. Good. Keep diving inward. Discover the deeper dimensions of your own existence, O oh Shiva. The bliss is a landmark that you're getting close to home. Baba said, through his power of illumination, Chitti Shakti, Parama Shiva is self-luminous and a wholly independent. Through Ananda Shakti, his power of bliss 
He has the ability to experience bliss within himself without any external cause. He is the embodiment of supreme bliss. When you hear these teachings about Shiva, you may think, oh yes, Shiva is the embodiment of supreme bliss. Shiva has the power of illumination. That ultimate reality, which is different from me, is self-luminous and has the ability to experience bliss within himself. But, you know, I'm separate, different. You place the bliss outside of yourself. You place God outside of yourself. You place love and joy outside of yourself. But it's all inside. It's just your mind. Hmm. I had that problem with my mind, that I wanted to install and reinforce a fence between me and God. Your mind specializes in separation, comparison, and self-negation. So I worked with my mind by changing the pronoun in these teachings. This way, Baba's teaching says, through my inherent power of illumination, called Chitti Shakti, I am self-luminous and wholly independent. Through Ananda Shakti, I have the ability to experience bliss within myself without any external cause. I am the embodiment of supreme bliss. I'll read it again. Through my inherent power of illumination called Chitti Shakti, I am self-luminous and wholly independent. Through Ananda Shakti, I have the ability to experience bliss within myself without any external cause. I am the embodiment of supreme bliss. How much bliss? The embodiment of supreme bliss. How much bliss is that? So Shiva, in the bliss of his own self-knowingness, keeps emanating bliss, expanding bliss, which is called ever-expanding bliss, ever-expanding ecstasy. What does that mean? It means that Shiva's bliss is just now more than it was when I said ever-expanding. And since Shiva's bliss is still expanding, it's now more than it was just a moment ago. And right now, even more than just a moment before. Now, how much bliss? Ever-expanding bliss. Now, please understand that Shiva is not expanding. For Shiva is already all-expansive beingness. Beyond your mind's idea of who and where Shiva is, Shiva is more, already and always more. But Shiva's bliss is ever-expanding within his own beingness, more and more bliss. At some point, Shiva's bliss overflows. Okay, that's not a good word. For there's nowhere outside of Shiva for the bliss, your bliss, to overflow into. So Shiva's bliss gets so concentrated that it coalesces into a universe. This universe is formed out of Shiva's beingness and bliss. 
This universe is the form of the formless, made of consciousness and bliss. But you don't look at what it's made of. It's like if a cake is made of flour and sugar with some baking soda, maybe some coconut or chocolate or other things. When you see the cake, you don't think, oh, flour. Oh, sugar. Oh, baking soda. You see the cake, not what it's made of. So when you look at the universe, you don't see what it's made of. You see the differences between things and you measure and analyze and you compare and evaluate and you like and you dislike and you want and you resist and you react endlessly, which creates a never-ending drama. So instead of having ever-expanding ecstasy inside, you have a never-ending drama. And you try to draw others into it, taking sides, creating churning emotions that can kill or make you want to die. What happened to the bliss? It's still there. You stopped experiencing the ever-expanding ecstasy of your own innermost essence because the external drama is so much more entertaining. It's compelling. It's fascinating. It's entrancing, it's entangling, entwining you into stuff that will carry with you for lifetimes that's called karma. You choose drama over bliss. Ah, but how do you make a different choice? Well, you have to work with your mind. It's your mind that churns the drama and even reviews it, replays it, and repeats it again and again. So you must repeat the mantra, Om Namah Shivaya, again and again, using this ancient mystical formula that turns your mind inward to explore your own source. Based in that source, you know. And when you know, there's no drama. Well, events happen. Others will be caught up in the drama, and you care about them, but you're not lost in their drama. You love them and support them without losing your own self. This is really the only thing that truly works. You've tried managing the dramas, setting things up the way you want them to be. Sometimes that works, sometimes not. Have you proved that to be true? You've tried reacting, getting angry, or sulking, perhaps, being pushy or resistant. This hurts the people around you. You've tried giving up, shutting down, stopping caring, backing away. That hurts you more than the others around you. So what do you do? You set yourself up so that you shine with the light of consciousness, based in the inner bliss and the source of the bliss. From that inner base, you participate in the world. You do your part. And even more, you help others. In other words, you don't withdraw from the world. When you withdraw from the world, you're saying basically that you don't trust yourself. Your inner state is so weak that anything can throw you off. You lose your own self, the light of your own being. 
You lose the bliss of your own being so you can chase an external source that may or may not work. This is not intelligent. And yoga, you know, yoga makes you intelligent. Yoga gives you tools for self-knowingness. You simply have to use them. Bottom line, remember who you are while you're in the world. When you are rooted in the consciousness that you are, O Shiva, nothing can pull you out. When you are centered in your own center, nothing can knock you off balance. When you are grounded in your inner infinity, nothing could attract your attention because your own self is Shiva. Ever-expanding ecstasy is yours if you simply look within. So as you draw closer to your own self, you experience the bliss of consciousness. This is true even if you're not enlightened. As I was writing this, a cat jumped on my lap. She began purring and put her paws on my chest. She looked me straight in the face and put one paw on my cheek. How do you ignore a purring cat? So I set my laptop aside and petted her. She purred and purred while I was writing about bliss. She purred and purred. It was a sweet moment of pure pleasure, both for the cat and for me. But don't confuse pleasure with bliss. Pleasure comes from the outside in. It intoxicates your forebrain, which produces brain chemicals called endorphins, meaning they act like morphine in your brain, completely intoxicating. The cat and I bonded for a while. But bliss is a different thing. Bliss comes up from inside. Bliss climbs your spine. That's kundalini fueling your progress toward enlightenment. Bliss climbs your spine and up into your brain. Bliss doesn't make you stupid like pleasure can. Pleasure numbs your brain, making you unable to make intelligent decisions. Bliss gives you clarity, helping you find your way through the dramas, eventually to even quit creating more of them. Bliss lights up your spine. It means you're close to your own self. Look inward to find not only the bliss, but the source of the bliss. The source of the bliss is your own self. Oh, Shiva. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo.